10, 9, ignition sequence start, 6. Hello and welcome to Rocket Fuel, your daily update of everything that's happening in the Rocket Pool community. My name is Wack Wack Attack, today is March 15th and um, yeah, we've got today's episode for you. Before I get started, I realized, well, I was told by people in trading yesterday that my microphone has a mute button right here. So if I'm going to start coughing, I can just press mute and you guys won't hear any of the coughing. I have no idea why I didn't think of that before, but you live and you learn. So I have learned. So even if I do cough today, which I don't think I'm going to, I just did some vocal warm-up exercises and I had a little bit of a cough, but um, yeah, I'm not going to cough. Uh, yeah. So let's get started with the episode. So first of all, here there was a post by me in trading yesterday saying, woohoo! And then uh, Ramana replied by saying, well, he followed up by saying Capella is active. So what is Capella? Is the next upgrade that is coming from um, Ethereum. It's happening through a hard fork. It is the update that will um, complete the, the merge phase of the Ethereum roadmap. Um, there'll still be other things later, but like the... You know, we had the Beacon Chain launched in December 2020, yeah, December 2020, and then we had Merge um, in September last year, and now uh, with um, Capella, which is, you know, Shanghai, Cap uh, Capella, Chappella, whatever you want to call it, the next hard fork um, will enable withdrawals and, you know, reward skimming and stuff like that. So that's really awesome. So why were we saying woohoo? Well, yesterday, the, the hard fork to enable that happened on the goalie testnet um the goalie testnet of course is important because that's where stakers go to test so there was a lot of staking people who were like testing um all this stuff that they had to do which was fantastic so um you know we were really happy that that had happened however very quickly um it turned out that there was something wrong so um Fornax is my poor node got hammered with um, error work uh, queue is full and then Ramana says, yeah, same, I posted in the Lighthouse General. And, um, and then people were saying, um, um, Ufix was saying, wow, 28% participation. Ken saying, wow, Gurley is not going to finalize. So um, it was very easy because you could see the missed uh, proposal blocks coming in. Um, and there were just not enough of them. You know, you need 66% of proposals in the epoch. Well, 66.67%, I guess, uh, something like that. Um, of proposal blocks in the epoch to go through and um yeah it was it was um it was not finalizing right so everyone could kind of see it so the people on the live stream you know each staker held a great live stream that was wonderfully hosted by nixo she did such a great job managing that and um shout out goes to yorick as well who really like did a good job of explaining things of course everyone else as well did a really cool job but i really want to like give a shout out to those two people because um they did really good work with the live stream yesterday um but you know they could see right away that things were not going exactly to plan so they were trying to um find out what was happening and then um, Zemo says better this than mainnet. And non-fungible Yoakum says this might be good news for getting Atlas before Chappella. And then I replied by saying not like this. But anyway, um, Fizz released a tweet a little while later saying the Goldie testnet has low participation after the Chappella upgrade and the chain isn't finalizing. But it doesn't halt. It just keeps adding blocks until enough people update their validator and we have 66% participation. This is resilience in action. So, you know, people started explaining what was happening and why it wasn't finalizing, what it meant that it wasn't finalizing. 
what it meant that it wasn't finalizing and you know how to um like what to expect going forward so it turned out you know during people's discussions that uh, they could see all the different client teams were producing blocks so it didn't look like it was an issue necessarily on the client side so that leaves the issue to be on the user side um so um a little while later you know as people updated their software the the block started finalizing and um, they were justifying so that I think was an hour and a half later uh, we started to get or maybe just over an hour later we started to get all these finalizing blocks um, and then you know as long as they were above 66.6% um, .6 whatever then then that was that was all good um, so yeah as people the main thing was people had kind of abandoned their nodes I guess that they were running on Gurley um, it would be better if they did like graceful shutdowns of their nodes or you know exited um before um, the hard fork but the update the software was updated to the latest versions etc so there were just there were just not enough people who were um doing that so it, the, the the block it wasn't finalizing but like this like if it says this is resilience in action it's a really good um point um, to see that you know ethereum will still keep going even if this was happening so by that sense it's great that it happened on the testnet um, however now everything is running smoothly and let's have a look at the beacon chain website to see what's going on um, and we can see that um, yeah it's kind of um, um, hitting like 74 79 77 78 so kind of high 70s low 80s percentages of uh, proposals are being hit so yeah it's 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 running along fairly well so that's that's really good to see um and um yeah congratulations everyone on a, a good um hard fork um that was that's always really cool to see so um let's move on from there um i, I said this comment in trading yesterday so i said so i might have said some things on the show that are wrong so um i gathered a couple of pieces of information uh and I kind of like had dots and instead of drawing a straight line through the dots I kind of made a, a zigzag line which of course you know is not the right way to draw conclusions so um, I might have made some tried to make some guesses about when Atlas would go live on the show yesterday based on a couple of nuggets of information and that was wrong so sorry about that so how did I find out it was wrong basically Joe came online and I said Joe um I said, Joe, what's the April 3rd thing that Langos was talking about? And then Joe was like, what April 3rd thing? I literally just woke up. So then I pasted a link for him of you know, the April 3rd thing that um, that we had over here. He says, that's correct. That's what we are targeting. At this stage, we'll execute the config changes around the 3rd of April. So um, I didn't fully basically grasp what that meant. And um, yeah, uh, um then um joe explained to me basically that that is um the date at which um wait where is it let me see um yeah that's for making the deposit pool bigger and stuff it's the pre-atlas step so i was kind of mixing up my steps i was i was thinking that was going to be the step with where atlas was going to go live and yeah that was my mistake so i just want to clarify that um on top of that then yesterday langers actually made a formal post here so he says um 
Hey everyone, in preparation for the Atlas launch to Goalie, we have raised a testnet proposal number 33, um, and then there's a link there uh, to apply the agreed parameter changes. It says the deposit pool limit increases from 5k ETH to 18k ETH, and the R ETH target collateral reduction from 10% to 1%. And then there's a link to um, the vote that's there. It says this proposal is now available for voting by testnet ODAR members. Please vote at your earliest convenience. The same changes will be rolled out to mainnet ahead of the Atlas launch. The only difference is that we will flash bundle the execution of the proposal so that we can capture the arbitrage created by the increase in deposit pool limit and give it to the RETH holders. We're excited to take this first step towards releasing Atlas. Um, a further proposal will be raised uh, tomorrow to deploy Atlas to our goalie testnet. So this is the information that was um, really we would really want to see. And now that it's all here, um, that's really cool. So there are a couple of pieces of information that we're going to go into, kind of like open this up a little bit. So here um, we have, you know, the deposit pool limit from 5K to um, 18K. So we already knew that was happening. Then this RETH collateral reduction from 10% to 1%. You might be wondering, hey, what does that mean? So our good friend Patches had this explanation. He says, right now, as tips MEV flow in and the future as... And in the future, as mini pools are exited, the portion of those funds that belong to our ETH holders is sent to the our ETH contract. That way, it can be used to redeem 10% of all our ETH. Any excess is sent back to the deposit pool so it can be staked, effectively creating a compounding effect. Many people think 10% is too much. There's about 220,000 ETH worth of R ETH in circulation, so the threshold would be 22,000 ETH, which is quite a lot of funds to have sitting idle when it could be earning staking rewards instead. So by going to 1%, then that will just be 2,200 ETH that would be sitting idle instead, um, which of course is much better for um, drag on the network. So thank you, Patches, for explaining that. So it says um, over here, then we says the same changes will be rolled out on mainnet so that is what they are targeting for april 3rd although <coughs> although that is subject to change as well i guess it's not you know set in stone it's and then the, the difference is the flash spots bundle so as rocket arb works as you all know is that when you make space in the deposit pool by spinning up a new mini pool that leaves 16 eth of space you can arb that by minting the RET yourself selling it on the secondary market and keeping the difference um, because there was a premium um, so that's what the team will be doing with this um, deposit pool expansion. They'll be using the the thirteen thousand R ETH space that it will be uh, ETH space that will be made to mint. Um, sorry, yeah, to mint the R ETH and then sell that on the secondary market. And whatever the profit is of that, they'll put it uh, give it to the R ETH contract. However, um, as we talked about yesterday, the premium is really low right now. So it might be that it's just not even worth doing it at that point. But um, I guess they'll see what the numbers are looking like at that point and decide whether it's worth it to go ahead or not. Um, and then it says, oh, we're excited to take this first step towards releasing Atlas. Of course, on mainnet, he means. And then it says, a further proposal will be raised tomorrow to deploy Atlas to our Goli testnet. So as you know, Atlas contracts haven't been put onto Goli yet. So... Um, those that proposal will go to the testnet order members and then they can vote on that to make sure that it is um the, the that will go live and then people can play around with those contracts on girly 
and then I guess the team will make the decision about whether or not they will go live on um, mainnet before the next rewards period or after the next rewards period depending on the tree generation stuff now that will be um, incidental to uh, when um, the Shanghai slash uh, Capella hard fork will take place on mainnet that might be um, we'll find that out most likely tomorrow during the all devs call they'll do a post-mortem of the girly um, fork um, hard fork and then they'll um, figure out when the um, the ethereum uh, hard fork will take place it likely seems to be like four weeks so i think maybe um april um april 12th or 10th 11th maybe might be might be a possible target date um, of course you know i'm just making up numbers here so um we'll know um more tomorrow and i'll cover it in the show tomorrow as well so thank you langas for that really good post explaining everything that I was confused about yesterday so i much better understand the process now so thank you patches as well for that information okay so yesterday we had the bi-weekly update sorry an update from maverick um and um he talked about a whole bunch of different things and he says eth denver what an incredible two weeks meeting and interacting with everyone at the rocky pool booth and ball and bowling excursion can't wait for next year of course it was also a great opportunity to showcase the protocol and network with what seemed to be the entire ethereum community um, which will bear fruit in the coming weeks uh, and then there's a message here says uh, a little shorter this time around for obvious reasons of course you know, everyone was in denver um, and then there's a link to the bi-weekly update it says due to uh, challenges holding community call at east denver there'll be plenty to catch up on so make sure you join tomorrow's call with special guests from silo finance and then it says events check out the event section at the top of the channel list where we currently have six events scheduled including langas featuring on the panel coming up in just a few hours possibly more of um, more of interest is the first two town hall style discussions scheduled towards the end of next week the countdown to launch day is now well and truly on and that's launched for atlas so let's have a quick look at the events that are there so um there's four events um that are there right now it says the twitter space with exponential um, finance um, and that's today in um, seven hours from recording and then tomorrow we have the atlas town hall at 9 p.m um which is um, going to be really great um so people can ask questions and uh, the team can answer the questions and then we have the community call featuring ether capital and then we have a community call featuring featuring crypto tax calculator there will also be a second atlas town hall that will be more friendly for european times um that is yet to be scheduled so this is um, really good stuff. I'm interested in all of that and I will try my best to attend all of that and give you updates. So now let's have a look at the bi-weekly update. So this is from March 14th. It says um, our ETH supply uh, annualized growth of 80%, pretty much 79%. Mini pool count is now 13,358. It just the number gets bigger so fast, um, which is uh, annualized growth of 83%. Uh, effective RPL has grown 21%. Um, that's, I guess, because of the ratio changes and uh, annualized growth of 556%. That number fluctuates a lot. So it's not the the main number to look at is just like the 7.49 7, 7 million. But even that changes because of the ratio changes. And the node operator count, uh, account, uh, count has grown to 2,192, nearly 2,200. Annualized growth rate of um, 63%. So smart node version 1.7.5 was released. Um, and then we have 1.9.0 alpha was released and the rc was released as a, a release candidate a door operator mainnet 
And then the entire team has been attending ETH Denver over the last two weeks. And work has continued on Zhejiang integration and bug fixes for Atlas, along with preparations for launch on Gurley and changing the deposit pool settings. And then there's more um, centralized exchange listings for RPL, including Bitpanda, Ascendex, OKX, Deepcoin, um, Mean Finance Integration, RETH, um, Community um, Rocket Rescue Node um, was on, put on Mainnet, uh, NodeSet announced plan to build on top of Rocket Pool and provide more options to stakers. And then we covered a lot of this stuff on the show. Um, and then with governance, we had uh, votes finishing pop-ups available and um, the next round of IMC members' vote is open. Actually, I'm going to cover that even though it wasn't on my show notes today, but I'm going to talk about that. Um, and then media marketing, it says ETH Denver's massive successful Rocket Pool event being focused on the entire team and over 50 community members during the past two weeks. Um, and then there's loads of updates of people talking about um, things happening in Denver. Um and this is volunteer possibly distributed later in the week. Uh, official Atlas announcement, Ethan received a lot of interest, including from the Defiant. We covered that as well. Um, then there's more media coverage from Binance Research, Cointelegraph, Forbes, CoinGecko, um, Illuminati DAO, um, and then Langers was on Empire Podcast. And then there's just information about Rocket Pool at the end. So um, let's have a look at the IMC um, nominees where we stand at the moment. Um, so we had 10 nominees last time. Yeah, we had Whiskers and then uh, Ramana put themselves forward as a nominee as well. So now we have 11 nominees for... <laughs> we have 11, 11 nominees for nine spots. Ideally, we would like some more nominees. Um, but... Um, yeah, I, I don't know where we're gonna. Where I think we've got another couple of days. Maybe uh, I guess it could close today because we've had five days, and that's when that's when um, Valdov said they would close it. So I'm not sure how that would go. Okay, next, you know, we get the biweekly update, then we got a community call. Jasper says, "Join me for the first Rocket Pool Twitter Space post ETH Denver." Langers uh, and I will cover the biweekly update, which includes some juicy details about Atlas. And the call will also feature silo finance, a risk-isolated lending market. So then people in trading were kind of talking about it, about getting some bread, and uh, when LEB falls, <laughs> and Ken says, make Langer say it again. So um, the community call happened. The guest hosts were silo finance, who uh, do isolated lending market to leverage our ETH. They revealed they now support RPL and their early incentives are very high, 600% plus APR on RETH just for supplying. And then um, Langer's um, talked about um, an ETH Denver recap, including highlights and stories. He mentioned that forced exits may be on the cards and that after Atlas is out, we need to have a community discussion about what the next priority should be in relation to that plus DVT, etc. He also gave a tentative April 13th Atlas release date based on the rewards period. So that was a really big piece of information that came out of the community call. Um, the Goldie testnet will be voted on today and should be live tomorrow. We also discussed the upcoming but not yet scheduled Atlas Town Halls. One of those, of course, has been scheduled now uh, where people will be able to ask anything about the upgrade. And then there was a short discussion. So there was some bread. Um, there's some really good information in the community call. You can go back to the tweet that I have in the description where you can listen to the recording of the whole thing. So um, definitely give that a, a, a check. So this is the information from Silo Finance. So right now um, they have our ETH available to borrow and they've got um, $2,700 worth of our ETH and $5,900 worth of ETH and $20,000 worth of, I 
guess they're on Hawkins kind of and I don't know and I don't know that logo and then oh Zai I guess um, maybe that's um, a stable coin that they have there um, anyway there's some like APRs you can see on Silo um, so 693% on ETH 547% of course please do your due diligence before you interact with any smart contract because you saw what happened with Euler Finance that can happen to any protocol at any time um, always 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 do your research um, these numbers of course are amazing however uh, we know that in DeFi they don't last very long so um, they might they might diminish very very quickly um, and then um, so that was yesterday you know the side of finance people they stopped talking after in the community call and they pasted this information in trading and oh sorry in general and then we got another update from them today in general. He says, hello, fam. I am from Sol uh, Finance, Silo Finance here. It was great being on your community call yesterday. Our ETH incentives are now part of our mission to support Rocket Pool. Hop on and give us a shout. So as you can see, the numbers went down drastically, like um, just in a period of one day. Uh, so they got like, you know, some deposits coming through and then it went down to 50% and 43% and 22%. Uh, so that was um that was good information and then ken said awesome i really enjoyed learning about silo on the call can you please let us know when the rpl borrow lending silo that you hinted at will be operational i think there might be some interest in its use and anaheim says sure i will share an update early next week so that's a, a nice bit of information there um okay uh, next we had this update from vaca who of course is the pdao treasurer and uh, like I said, if you need an intro on how the PDAO works, check out this post. The last payment from the reserves had been made. The GMC has been transferred its second and last installment of 17,680.12 RPL. And now both the IMC's and GMC's credit with the PDAO has been zeroed. The IMC and GMC received 5,374 RPL and 3,224.00 RPL from inflation respectively. The PDAO Reserve Fund received 2,149 um, RPL, sorry, yeah, uh, RPL this period. Our PDAO Reserve Fund balance is now 32,379 RPL. The PDAO is becoming a nice whale. Um, you can keep up with the PDAO Treasury with the following spreadsheets and then there's two links and uh, Vaka says thank you for reading see you next period so um, it's good to know that everything is being done properly uh, next we had this tweet from Marceau who was like um, putting out a sweating um, emoji and the reason for that is is because of this update from Lido um, and Lido saying an important uh, an update on Lido is Ethereum withdrawals. So the TLDR is Lido DAO is currently undertaking seven version two audits. The code base is very close to being finalized. All major fixes have been merged. They'll do a four week goalie testnet that will commence from next week, circa March 20th. And then main net upgrade will be expected mid May. So um, there's a couple of questions that come up. Um, First of all, let's actually go back to uh, what Marcel was saying. And he says, kudos for them for this level of candor, honestly. So there's a full tweet thread here where they talk about all the different things that are happening and um, what's going on. Um, yeah, so... So what's happening is basically that... Um, Christine Kim says, if I'm understanding this correctly, it means that staked ETH withdrawals on Lido... Um, 
on Ethereum may be enabled faster than on Lido. And it says Shanghai upgrade on Goldie looks fine so far, other than the issues around non-upgraded nodes preventing network finalization. And then people shared this tweet as well. It says the withdrawals won't launch until midnight until all orders concerned on chain code concerning on chain code are completed expected at the end of april now adding another two weeks of safety margin the current expectations for mainnet withdrawals to be live is around mid-may so this the reason why i'm covering this is because it really changes how you know this idea of the great migration will will form up so there was this expectation that you know um atlas will go live which will massively increase um our ETH absorption rate um, and then Shanghai would go live on or Chappella would go live on mainnet uh, which would mean that people would be able to start moving around their their um, Ethereum and then they'd come to uh, Rocket Pool so that you know that was what I was hoping would happen in the great uh, reshuffle um, the biggest loser of the reshuffle um, everyone hopes and expects to be lido you know because um, they're huge they're the biggest uh, staking entity by far a 30 percent of of the stake um that they have and um 30 plus percent of the stake that they have um and people thought you know people would move from lido to other services however it looks like um for a month or so after Chappella takes place people won't be able to move on from lido um they'll be stuck with lido so that is definitely going to um change some expectations of how things are going to go post uh, uh, Chappella hard fork I think it might actually even give us a little bit <coughs> it might actually even give us a little bit of a um, breathing room to get Atlas out um, of course you know we want solo staker migration to be happening um, right away but um, the Lido thing I think was a much bigger potentially uh, factor that we needed to be ready for you know the great reshuffle but hey um lido i don't know why they didn't start working on this months you know months ago um but that's where we are now so um yeah um that's definitely interesting um another thing i want to talk about here is stater um so they are um talking about being a node operator on stater and about how you only need four eth plus 0.4 eth worth of sd tokens um and then there's an explainer of their tokenomics one of the things that's really interesting that caught my attention was that there would um actually um here it says we'll be launching another pro product upgrade soon and it'll empower node operators to find the 0.4 eth of sd requirement to be too high it'll be a win-win solution um, you'll be able to connect and borrow SD tokens from holders. That way you can use borrowed SD as an additional bond in exchange for 10% share of your node operator commissions. You can have ETH only exposure if you wish, something not possible unless you choose to solo stick. So this is really interesting because um, it's very different from how we do things with Rocket Pool. Um, and um, it seems like um, they're definitely going a different route there. So uh, it's going to be curious to see how that works out because... Um, we at rocket pool you know we were thinking of doing like a sas and um that of course was um has been put on the back burner a little bit and then we get node set now doing their um hyperdrive um thing which would kind of act in a similar way um, but it wouldn't be people staking themselves right it would be um people depositing their eth and um rpl separately um or maybe even together i guess but um 
it's interesting how how this plays out for them and how it's going to work but i just thought i'd give it a, cover, a bit of a cover because um you know the the numbers kind of like echo with rocket pool's numbers but they're definitely going in a slightly different direction here so um i'll definitely keep you all updated on how that works out okay and finally um i wanted to cover this conversation that i had in dms with mr dan so i'm going to go to the ping server and just show you guys something really quickly um it was a conversation from a few days ago where um joe was um talking about um toyolo or not toyolo atlas and uh, i was saying we got a yolo at joe and gray wizard was saying when yolo joe emoji fills.eth was saying yolo it spaceman daddy said yolo so mr dan messaged me right and i said yolo on, on on rocket fuel a couple of times too and he said um just some feedback every time i hear you talk about yoloing atlas it makes me super nervous especially in the same episode as talking about the Euler finance hack um, i'm just uh, not a believer in pressuring any dev team more testing is so much better in the long term anyway just my two cents you have a big voice in the community so i want to urge you to support more testing even if it means a later release um, so i told mr dan that i'd cover about it uh, i'd cover in the episode today and just share some of my thoughts um right okay so um when i say yolo it um i say that from a position where i know that the team has um, done a great job of putting together the contracts that will go into atlas i know that it's been um, audited by uh, some of the best names in um, ethereum auditing um, that definitely lends uh, support to um, the code that was uh, written by the team on top of that you know it has been tested on zhejiang and soon it will be tested on girly um, just maybe um, not for as long as uh, we we'd hoped but um, there's still you know a few weeks of testing that we can do on Gurley too. So basically when I say YOLO it, um, it's with the, the idea in mind of having like trust in the team. Also, uh, one of the comments Joe made was like the main thing that they want to be looking at is, the main thing that they want to be looking at is um, actually um, the tree generation and how that works with version 5 and trying to um, have you know some trees generated to make sure that there's no issues so it's whether you're going to be doing that for a few days or uh, a week maybe um, compared to doing it for a month so um, i think what will happen i know we say yolo it but i don't think the team will yolo it because they've never actually yoloed anything ever uh, which is wonderful absolutely amazing right because um we want to make sure that rocket pool as a protocol is safe and battle tested first and um everything you know depends on the security that the the contracts provide and you know we've been going for over a year without any issues so that i know the team doesn't have that yolo mentality in that sense um what i think will happen is the ethereum all core devs call will happen tomorrow at which point they will give a date for um a date for um Chappelle hard fork ideally that day will be after april 13th um which means that we can put atlas onto mainnet a day before uh you know or two days before whenever um whenever it goes live we can we can do it before then um, to make sure that we've got the next three or four weeks in place to get all our reward stuff set um and if there's a problem then you know we can um fix that before um the period uh, the next awards goes live so that's what it comes down to i think it will all depend on uh, what the um, all core devs say tomorrow and then after that um 
whether or not you know the team will believe that there'll be enough um time there for um whether there'll be enough time there for getting the required testing done or not um yeah <laughs> so yeah when it comes to the yolo i think um i think it's a little bit tongue-in-cheek like you know we all want uh, rocket pool to be secure we all want rocket pool to be safe and battle tested and all that good stuff and um i know that that is definitely what the team's values are so um yeah that that's what it comes down to really that's that's the most important thing um you know the idea of trying to capture as much market share as possible that um that um mental like computation that we had to do and like try to figure things out um that has changed a little bit equations changed a little bit because of lido um, not enabling withdrawals until the middle of may um that will definitely maybe play into things as well a little bit but anyway i'm just kind of like rambling here i just wanted to give this um um comment from mr dan um a shout out uh, because um you know we definitely don't want to put people's um eth at risk or their rpl at risk at all and um sorry if um um, the what i was saying was a little bit uh brash or brazen um that definitely was not my intention so um thank you all for um watching and listening um it's the middle of the week um i wanted you to know that there might be a chance that i'll take some episodes off this week and maybe next week um the move stuff is uh, taking quite a long time and um it might be that i have to take rocket fuel off um like just um take it off the list for for a few days maybe it might be that i'm down to like three episodes a week instead of five episodes a week um so i'm going to play with that by ear over the next few weeks um it's just a really really busy period in in mine and like the lives of like family members um and there's just a lot of things happening at the same time so there's a chance that i'll go down to three episodes a week for a couple of weeks um as you all know you know i really don't want to do that because i love getting out these episodes every day but um if that happens it will be you know for the short term not for the long term and um i will let you all know what's going on um or it might just be that i miss like one episode a week for the next few weeks so we'll i'll let you all know how things are going and um hopefully you know i'll, I'll be able to get episodes out every day but um i'll let you all know what's happening so um thank you all for watching listening um being wonderful members of of the community one of the things i wanted to say about mr dan's comments is i truly honestly appreciate people coming to me with their um concerns their questions um anything like that because um this rocket fuel is a community product um this is a part of the rocket Pool community like you all know you know the the gmc the pdow funds um funds rocket fuel to, to a great extent um and without you all like it just wouldn't be possible so um everything you know your feedback your criticisms your suggestions um your clarifications are all all truly appreciated and wanted uh, and um please don't hesitate to share your ideas and opinions with you i swear i'll never get upset or mad or anything like that so um yeah i've been rambling for the last few minutes um, i'm going to stop recording here so i hope you all have a lovely day and i will see you all hopefully tomorrow bye